It's the Morning Majlis. It is the Morning Majlis. Welcome back to the program. Now, we're going to be talking to you about all things uh, research and talking to you about green buildings because we are very kindly joined by Dr. Vian Ahmed, who is a researcher and professor of industrial engineering at the American University of Sharjah. Thank you very much for joining us. Very good morning, Dr. Vian. Great privilege indeed for us. Now, all things sustainable uh, university campuses, because Dr. Vian's research focuses on green building, sustainability, economic and societal impact of making sure that our buildings are eco-friendly. So let's start off talking about your research and what is it aiming to achieve? Right, so... uh Uh, I have multidisciplinary research and over the years I have researched in in, in, uh, engineering management and in uh, innovation and IT. But in recent years I have embarked on the area of sustainability and that's because of its uh, great importance and growing importance in the world. So before I actually talk about what I do in my research, it's very important to define sustainability. Mm. So... Sustainable development is really about meeting the needs of the present without compromising the ability of the future generation to meet their own needs. So in other words, really, we have the responsibility of handing over the planet to our children and grandchildren in a, in a good way and in a, uh, in a, with good quality. But to attain uh, uh, sustainability, there are three pillars for sustainability. There's the social sustainability, there's the economical, and there's the environmental sustainability. And... Uh, um, the importance of this really area, it's, it's aligned with the goals of the United Nations goals, the 17 Sustainable Development Goals, which really the world has taken uh, uh, huge steps to meet these goals and uh, uh, with different targets for 2030 uh, and 2050. So my research really uh, um, aligns with these areas. So, for example, when it comes to social sustainability, we have done some research on mental health mm. of employees in the construction industry. And uh, the figures don't look great in the construction industry in terms of the mental health and well-being. So mm. social sustainability is about the well-being and mental health, physical and mental health of, of society. And uh, surprisingly, Uh, one of the main causes of fatalities according to the World uh, Health Organization by 2030 will be depression Mm. of employees and the figures really don't look good so uh, almost one in four employees in the construction industry they suffer from depression and the suicidal rates are really higher than even falling from heights so it's almost 400 people uh, 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 commit suicide because of depression Mm. at work and uh, uh, the productivity of the industry also uh, suffers we lose about one trillion dollars a year Mm. because of that so as a result, uh, we try to define this term of social, social sustainability in our research. So one of my researchers who completed her PhD in this area, 
embarked on, on, on the definition of, of social sustainability. And uh, um, it, as a result, we have identified um, a set of criteria that really uh, reflect uh, uh, social sustainability at work. And uh, uh, we developed a decision support tool to help employee, mm. employers and managers um, achieve uh, social sustainability at work. And when we talk about decision support tools, they are not easy things uh, to, to develop. Uh, there's a lot of mathematical uh, equations on modeling that is entailed. And uh, uh, as a result, uh, managers can optimize the best solution to uh, provide for workers in order to sustain social sustainability. So to give you an example, uh, a solution for a good uh, well-being at work could be by uh, enriching uh, training programs, for example. And training comes at cost. Now, how can managers decide to minimize the cost? minimize the risks associated, increase the compatibility uh, with, with the work conditions and meet the needs of the employees. So this was quite an innovative way mm. and we're very happy about our results. We've taken different approaches and we have published in this area. So this is kind of to do with social sustainability. And also, we have looked at other, we are looking at the moment at other things like people's behavior uh, towards recycling and uh, if there is any intrinsic and extrinsic uh, motivations towards recycling. And we focused on the education sector, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. And because we can access students and we can um, compare behaviors. So, Another area of research is to do with the, um, the use of machine learning um, in order to understand uh, patterns uh, of, uh, uh, that, that create waste, solid waste generation, yes. Mm. Solid waste is to do with glass, to do with plastic, with uh, um, pitfalls and so on. So really uh, uh, what we try to do is, is look at machine learning, different machine learning models mm and see what are the socio-economic factors that impact on the generation of, of uh, solid waste. Is it the increase in population? How does that work in the international community as opposed to the community in the UAE? Um, is it the GDP, for example? Um, we are really experimenting with the data. Data is very, very important for a field like this. And we are really finding, our first finding uh, is uh, to do with the uh, income per capita. So apparently it's not the GDP that really helps increase the waste, it's the individual's uh, income that really allows them to mm. uh, 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 generate solid waste. So mm. that was another area. One of my... Uh, uh, projects that is very close to my heart is to do with the smart campus mm. uh -huh. and uh, um, there was uh, five years ago there was a very poor definition of a smart campus we talked about smart applications smart technologies um, but really smart platforms but we really didn't know what a smart campus is 
So we did quite a lot of research in this area and looked at so many definitions until we came up with our own definition of a smart campus. We developed a framework to what a smart campus is. It could be smart classrooms, smart e-cards, anything to do with the uh, information service, uh, uh, personal information platforms brought together. So we identified uh, nine criteria with about uh, 29 sub-criteria of a smart campus. Again, that's not a cheap thing to do. It's yeah. a dream that every university has, and there are smart pockets of technologies within uh, different establishments. But um, we developed again in our decision support tool to tell us which of these uh, uh, smart applications should managers consider Yes, uh, and give priority to to invest in, yeah. in terms of needs, a preference, and cost. So that was quite an exciting uh, a project to do. Um, so I hope uh, this gives you a flavor of some of the things we've done. But another uh, project that I uh, also enjoyed engaging in with uh, some of the master students was to really look at the uh, net zero buildings. Mm. Yes. yes. Yeah. And the net zero buildings, uh, uh, what we did is we tried to compare uh, traditional building uh, and the energy consumption in a traditional building uh, with uh, the energy consumption of a sustainable building and the energy consumption in a net zero building. Now, there is a difference between these. So your traditional building that is energy efficient in a way it's one that has been constructed, but it's been retrofitted. You add uh, a better uh, cooling heating system to it. You might use insulation for the walls. Improve. So really, it's not really meant to be a net zero building. It's just a traditional one that you renovate and we are familiar with this. When it comes to the second category, which is the sustainable uh, building, this is one that um, runs on efficiency, good uh, uh, um, air conditioning systems, uh, water system, uh, sensored uh, technologies is built to that mm -hmm. and it kind of complies with the green building standards. Yeah. Yes. But the net zero building is different. It's, it operates and takes its energy from the grid, from a local grid, which is really feeds off the solar energy or the wind energy and uh, uh, the building takes its intake from it and any excess energy goes back to the grid so really uh, there is no consumption of natural resource of uh, of, of uh, gas or, or, or electricity as such uh, but it really feeds off the grid from the solar um, uh, energy so this is kind of a net zero building you, you, you uh, you don't really consume um, any of the uh, uh, natural resources, but you're really relying on other resources and mm. renewable. Uh, so we found that that the most efficient of the three buildings were, was really this net zero building. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, so, so that was, and the, the, the amount of CO2 emission that we calculated and worked out was almost uh, uh, half of that of a traditional wow. uh, building. 
also uh, um, we we sort of um, worked out the CO2 emission and there's a lot of calculations to do that but most importantly we had data the data came from the energy bills that were actually uh, uh, produced by certain centers for us to work out the CO2 emission the temperature we saw that the traditional building uh, um, emitted uh, high temperatures mm -hmm. which really translate to CO2 emission um, and so on so it's not really efficient so these are the type of research we are doing and there is many many more and mm. I know the time is limited and I could go on forever <laughs> you know I just want to talk a little bit about the students that you were talking about as well because I think it's really important that we really define the word sustainability as you were saying when a lot of people hear the word sustainability they think climate they think the environment and that's it but the social welfare that you touched on is so important I'd like to ask you, though, how important is it to really make sure that the upcoming generation, um, the leaders of tomorrow, you could say, really understand the word sustainability? I think it's, uh, it's, it's not only important, it's necessary that they understand the word sustainability. Uh, first of all, it's to understand the challenges, the social, economical and environmental challenges that... Uh, uh, we are meeting today and unless they really understand what sustainability is and what these challenges are then it's very difficult to even try to provide solutions for plus they will engage with industry it's very very important that they are familiar with this and how to take the industry forward in terms of the sustainability agenda to believe in it and to actually uh, implement it it's also very important for researchers, uh, for researchers, because you know there's a lot of innovation and creativity in that. So uh, we have actually a PhD program, and one of the tracks of that program is about sustainability in construction, and uh, it's the, the students do marvelous mm. uh, a job, and and this is why it's important that they understand and they choose a path towards innovation. Um, so, so really, it is extremely important that uh, uh, we engage them. We we uh, uh, have have them have this conversation with other disciplines because sustainability, for sure, if it's environmental, if it is economical, if it is social, it's interlinked. Everything is interlinked. So. What the beauty of, of the multidisciplinary research is to get the industrial engineers to talk with the civil engineers, to talk to the mechanical engineers and electrical and so on. And there is a pocket of sustainability uh, for all. And uh, there are common uh, SDG calls to be met by these mm. disciplines. So it is very, very important. The AUS is doing a marvelous job. We have a sustainability center. We now have a, a, um, a sustainability research center as well uh, that helps create that conversation. Hopefully we'll hold many forums, we'll engage students, we'll create ideas. Uh, so it's very important. And uh, how do you think that this research that you're working on uh, will help in town planning and reaching sustainability goals, at least on the level of the Emirates? Sure. So uh, there are a number of initiatives that are running at the moment uh, 
in the UAE and uh, uh, Dubai for sure is opting to be the uh, first sustainable city in the world in terms of uh, smart uh, being a smart city yes and there is like the Dubai 21 uh, uh, project that is already uh, in place and uh, uh, having uh, the SDGs in terms of sustainable cities and communities and so on um, our research feeds into uh, engaging communities uh, uh, in, in, in uh, uh, providing innovation and connectivity for example the smart campus it's it's part of uh, uh, having sustainable cities which is really one of the goals that need to be attained also to raise awareness of the importance of reducing carbon emission the importance of going forward with net zero buildings because um, even the UAE is opting to uh, uh, produce 30,000 um, net zero buildings by 2030 uh, to meet the, its, its targets and that really translates to reducing the CO2 emission by 1 million tons by then and that's huge, that's mm. absolutely huge. So for us to do research in net, net zero buildings, to address the issues of recycling, whether it's socially, economically, environmentally, it all feeds into uh, uh, the, the goals of, uh, and the sustainable agenda and taking the world forward to make it a safer uh, environment. And also in Sharjah here, we have the sustainable uh, um, city uh, project and that's an amazing one. That really kind of tells us what sustainability is about, um, where uh, uh, utilizing the green spaces, uh, uh, not even having to use cars uh, uh, and so on and having environmentally friendly setting and and uh, sustainable buildings green buildings in there i mean this is really a landmark of how the uae is moving forward uh, with its sustainability agenda so everything we do aligns with the targets that the uae needs to reach now, speaking about these sustainable buildings, um, it, uh, a lot of people think uh, if you just stick a solar panel on top of the building, you're done, you've ticked the box. Uh, uh, if you can just quickly elaborate in terms of how much and what is involved in ensuring a building, for example, even after retrofitting, uh, can reduce greenhouse gas emissions or even save or conserve energy being used even to cool a particular building. I think uh, um, so there is the net zero buildings and there is the um, net plus buildings oh. yes so uh, when it comes to the net zero building is that the building is really taking its um, its intake of energy and is sufficient for its use now if that energy is in excess then it gets delivered to the grid and that means it's a plus. It's uh, it's it's uh, it's it's taken more than it's what it mm. needs, and so on. So, really, uh, uh, net zero buildings and uh, they save energy. They uh, uh, they they w we rely on the solar or wind uh, um, energy in order to create energy. So really, we don't uh, consume any of the natural resources and. Uh, um, it really cuts down on the uh, uh, on, on the CO2 emission. 
so if it fulfills its need then it's fantastic if it uh, uh, needs more uh, then there are reasons to why it needs mm. more because it either it needs more energy has more activities and so on or the distance from the grid is mm. is distance so uh, that kind of so yes it's it it, it needs you know uh, uh, to, to to have energy from the utilities and so on as such but whatever happens it is uh, reducing the emission and it's really uh, uh, um, cutting down on the uh, energy consumption from uh, uh, the source. So uh, really that's what it is. And uh, there is a lot of opportunities that these buildings uh, uh, create, uh, not only uh, environmentally, but also um, in terms of opportunities as well for people to be innovative and apparently uh, since this net zero buildings agenda has come about uh, it has created many jobs because it requires many skills mm. uh, so really you're talking about perfecting the systems whether it's water system uh, uh, separation of sanitary or water drinking water is to do with the uh, um, better indoor uh, conditions, environmental conditions, um, reducing the emission, uh, using uh, uh, sensors in buildings, for example, in terms of uh, uh, um, uh, lighting and so on. So much of this generates uh, 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 CO2 emission. Mm. But if this is really kind of uh, uh, taken from the uh, solar energy, then it's it's it omits or reduces the co2 emission yeah definitely well thank you very much for clearing up a lot of questions that i know a lot of people had when it came to sustainability and one thing i'm taking is um not only the uae but sharjah as well are at the forefront of sustainability and putting it at very very high importance that was of course doc dr ahmed the researcher and professor of industrial engineering at american university of sharjah and if you'd like to catch, catch that conversation again as a podcast you can do on spotify soundcloud and apple music thank you very much thank you very much for having me awesome do stay tuned we've got plenty more green conversations coming your way this is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. It's a Shasha story.